Hey, 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 and we're back. So excited that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I know that there's a whole bunch of other podcasts out there that dive into personal development and communications and all that other stuff, but I'm so excited that you're here because I like to give my own unique spin and I'm so happy to be able to share my own take on certain things. If this is your very first time listening, the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or entrepreneurs, but just for anyone who wants to improve how they live their lives. How many people are living mediocre lives where they're just repeating the same things they observe from their family and their friends and to no avail. We cannot live a life that's worth living. We can be able to leave a stamp, an impression on people. And if you're excited about that, you're excited about living your life to the full potential, I would encourage you to hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, I got a question to ask you. Have you been sharing this podcast? Because look, I need your help. This is a community. It's just not me just talking to a void. I really need to make sure that We can amplify this message because here's the thing. We can be able to communicate with love rather than seducing with guilt or shame or intimidating people with threats. We can do better than what other people do. We can show and model that we can be able to have care and love for ourselves and be empathetic towards others. So sharing this podcast is a great way of doing it. Also writing a review wherever you're listening signals to me that you are enjoying what you've been listening to and it signals to other people, hey, this is a podcast that's worth listening to. So I really appreciate that. And talking about signaling to me that you've been enjoying this podcast, I would like to invite you to send me a voicemail message. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you include in the beginning or the end of your message whether or not I have permission to air your pod, your message in an upcoming podcast. And because I really value your, your information and your feedback. And I, I do have people emailing me, but I would love to hear your voice and talking about getting in contact with me. Check out denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read articles. I've been re- rebooting my blog. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things about self-help and communication and intimacy issues and all the things that entrepreneurs face and as well as we as humans face because we're we're all we all have the same narrative with just different experiences we can be able to share and connect I would just definitely encourage you to check out my articles because I've been really working to put out some information that I know that's going to be of use to you. And also while you're there, you could be able to sign up to my weekly mailing list. And before you ask, no, it's nothing that I put on my website, nothing that I even say about here. It's just basically a day in my life where I share some things that I observed, things that I've been thinking about, and as well as some helpful resources that can help you not just improve how you work with your teammates and associates and but your your whole life because I want to make sure that I'm a blessing to you in all areas of your life not just in growing your successful business so check that out and I think that's it obviously my website has tons of resources sign up to my live script signing up to energy my free marco polo sharecast you can find that more information on denise g lee so i'm going to leave links for all of that in the show notes below but today i have five tips to help us get more confidence because i definitely think that confidence is 
essential, not just for us to procure more clients, grow our business, expand our brand awareness, but just so that we can live satisfactory. Because look, here's the thing. We are walking billboards to advertise if we are interested enough to get the attention of somebody else. And if our head is down and we look like there's a big rain cloud over our heads, like that's not attractive. That's not something that would pique the interest of someone that could literally be a game changer to how you run your business or how you live your personal life. So we need to talk about how to build that confidence. But first of all, we got to really dig deep and understand like, what does that really look like? And how do we, more importantly, how do we get there? So I've got five tips that I think it's going to really help you really amp up your confidence game. Okay. And so this is a great time if you don't have anything to write with, to grab something to write with. And if you can't write down anything at this point, at least mentally reflect as to what I have to say, because I definitely believe there's going to be something here that you're going to, you're going to be thinking to yourself, geez, I got to follow up on that. I really need to dig deep on that. There's something that's worth examining. Okay. So the might, and one more thing, the tips, they're not in ranking order, meaning like one tip is supersedes the other. It's really what matters most to you in your life and what's going on, because I don't know your life unless you're my client. And if you're interested in working with me, check out TanishiLee.com because I there's only so much I can do talking to many people on many different issues, okay? But this is definitely something that you need to be thinking about for yourself as to which area makes most sense that you need a little bit more help, okay? So tip number one that I have to share is enhance your self-care routine. Look, self-care is a vital component of a healthy and fulfilling life. As I mentioned earlier, we want to attract people and we attract people by the way we take care of ourselves. The way we take care of ourselves is more or less a impression that we give to other people about how we value our bodies, we are spiritual beings trapped in a physical body and the way we take care of our bodies reflect about how we care about, to some extent, the world around us. Because think about it, if you don't take care of your body, how in the world can you want to take care, build a multi-million dollar business or be able to have a attractive looking lawn if you want a house? Like, How, how do you do that if you let your body just go to hell? So self-care is so important. And there's so much research that has shown that taking taking the time to care for yourself can have a long range of benefits, including boosting your self-esteem, confidence, and overall happiness. There are about eight key areas where you can look at how you can improve your self-care. And we're going to talk a little about each one of them right now. Emotional, right? Emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. So let's kind of dig into what that means with respect to self-care. So emotional self-care is the ability to understand and respond appropriately to one's inner environment. I don't know about you, but I remember it was really bad before I did my own recovery and restoration program where I would just wake up and I just felt extremely anxious and it felt overwhelming and I didn't really know exactly where it was coming from. And because I didn't wasn't able to identify it, I would try to avoid it, evade it, deny it, smother it up. And just like trying to press a coil down, you you know, those little coils that various objects and whatnot, just imagine a coil and try to press it down. And the more you try to press it down with substances or 
like liquor or sugar, yes, sugar is a mind altering substance or busyness or whatever, all you're doing, is just creating more potential energy. And then after a while, you have to release your hand because of all the stress that you're putting on because you can't hold in that position. And then boom, all that stress and all the anxiety just comes out of seemingly nowhere, but it was always there. And so emotional self-care is being able to recognize and deal with it and not letting it get in overwhelmed. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is a, a part of a self-care is environmental self-care. This is where we're able to understand and respond appropriately to one's external environment. So what does that look like? For example, I remember I was talking with a client. He lives in uh, Philadelphia in a really rough part of Philadelphia. And he was telling me that he felt really stressed because there was a lot of violence, a lot of, you know, criminal activity. And I said, hey, look, you're stressed because you're in an environment, even though you're not per se, engaging in dangerous criminal activities. You're amongst that. And that's definitely can be obviously stressful to your, your mindset, but also potentially to your physical health. I would encourage you to go move out of that particular area. And I know he was very hesitant at first because he has a lot of family ties to a particular community, but eventually he did. And old, he's feeling a lot better of his life. And so let me ask you a question. Is there some part of your physical environment that's just not, doesn't feel safe? What can you do to get safe? And if you can't move, what can you do to take care of yourself physically? Does that mean that you maybe need to do, learn about some karate or jo- judo or maybe uh, learn how to use a firearm? I, I don't want to limit this to one particular form of self-defense because look, we need to take care of ourselves in a way that feels comfortable for us, okay? In a way that will help us to be able to stay safe from physical threats. And I, I don't want to be paranoid and say, well, and say like, well, there's threats everywhere. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, if we are knowing that we in an area where there's a high potential of violence, we have to take care of ourselves physically from and any type of environmental stress. The other thing that I want to talk about within self-care is the idea of financial stress. And this is where we're managing our personal as well as business funds. We're not going to just spend on a whim. We are stewards of all the resources that God gives us. And so how you spend your money is a reflection about how you treasure the assets that are given to you. And so what I'm not going to sit here and tell you about being doing budgeting and all the other stuff, because there's tons of podcasts that talk about, you know, how to manage your money and resources. I am not getting into any of that stuff. But what I will say is that if you are feeling stressed from, having too much month at the end of the money and not being able to pay your bills like this is a hard time to ask yourself like where am I putting my priorities where am I investing in things that aren't really helpful just some just want to throw that out there and then the next thing is intellectual this is the ability to cognitively cognitively your mind uh, to interpret and respond to new and challenging information I I love reading a lot of material in Spanish. And I don't necessarily know everything that I read because it's a collegiate level. Some of it's some poetry and some of it's stuff that I've never been exposed to colloquially just interacting with people on the street. But I do it because it really helps train my mind to learn new vocabulary, understand a context about the culture that I didn't, I wouldn't otherwise know. And so what I would ask you is, are you challenging yourself? Are you looking at things that really help you see things from a different angle? That's intellectual self-care. Okay. Occupational is the ability to perform work with 
tasked with little to no assistance. I don't really want to dive too much about it. It should be self-explanatory. But basically, she should be able to do the work that you were you're being paid to do. Okay, physical ability to perform daily activities of life, such as grooming, eating, ability to perform basic work tasks. Again, I don't want to dive too much into it. it should be self-explanatory. Um, the last two is social. Look, here's the thing. We are human beings, but we have we have a spirit inside of us and we need to communicate and fellowship with other people. And part of our self-care is having that social connection with someone. I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal this morning. They were talking about toddlers having speech delay issues. And part of it was because they were isolating during the pandemic. And I'm going to give a date stamp. This is, as I'm recording, this is May 19th of 2023. And so we're now finding out three years later, all the babies that were born literally in the height of the pandemic are st- are having huge speech delay issues because in fact, they didn't have the time to talk with their peers and have the time to socialize. And so a lot of, for us as adults, you know, for a lot of us, we have suffered with loneliness issues because we weren't being able to socialize in person and no, I'm not talking about a Zoom conference call. That's not a substitution. Literally going in person and dealing with people, it definitely has a different impact on our mind and our psyche when we're actually interacting with human beings. And we could, Because here's the thing, the vast majority of, I would say 65% of our communication is nonverbal gestures, tones of voice, facial expressions, postures, like that is how we really communicate. And it's not simply through just words alone on a on a screen. Okay. And lastly, spiritual. Part of our self self care is our spiritual connection. It could be a connection with God, Mother Earth, higher power, whatever you, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Having a connection with something that's bigger than you can always help us put in perspective what we're going through and help improve our self care. And so by prioritizing your needs and dedicating time in all those eight areas that I talked about to nurture your body, mind, and soul, it will equip you to face the challenges that come with life. And so what I what I want to em- emphasize as part of self-care is what can we do to talk, take care of our self-care? Well, we can improve our sleep hygiene. We can eat healthy and high quality food. We can engage in regular exercise, yoga, Pilates, running, jogging, badminton, baseball. I don't care, whatever you like to do. Participating in hobbies or activities, volunteering for a cause that is important to you, attending a religious events regularly if that's something that is interest of you and spending time in nature. Just find something that works well for you, okay? Now, obviously, I go into a lot more detail um, with my private clients about what that looks like developing a self-care routine. So if you're interested in working with me, I would encourage you to go on my website, denisegelee.com to dive more into that. But anyway, let's move on to step two for improving our confidence is to challenge negative self-talk. You know, for a lot of for us as human beings, do you know that it takes a tenth of a second to think negatively, but 10 seconds to think positively? And that's the way that we think as human beings because we're always constantly on a defense because we are animals too. And so we want to protect ourselves from threats seen or perceived. And so we have to work to challenge negative thoughts that come through our mind and replace them with positive inf- affirmations. And I want to share with you some affirmations that I have used and you might want to incorporate for yourself affirmations or just mantras or ideas that can help you shift from that negative thinking into a positive mindset. So here's some, I'm worthy. I am lovable. 
good things happen to me. Nothing is beyond my power. I can do this. There is a solution. I will grow from this. And as you're thinking about your affirmations, it comes from a, a position of strength and power, not from fear or insecurity. And look, here's the deal. You heard the phrase, fake it till you make it. Baby, fake it till you make it. Even you're not feeling good about where you're at or what's going on. Just the simple exercise of just thinking positively will manifest. Because look, here's the thing. 90% of our thoughts are unconscious. And just like Carl Jung said, if you don't make your unconscious conscious, you will still repeat the exact same things and call it fate. So we're not going to resort to quote unquote fate. We're going to understand that we have a hand into how we shape our reality. Now let's move into step three about building unwavering confidence. And it's called creating a life plan rather goal setting goals. Look, goal setting for some of us is really hard to meet due to constantly changing circumstances and priorities. And so I'm all about this idea of creating a life plan using objective and key results or OKR. The OKR method, you haven't heard of it, has been proven effective by multinational corporations like Google, Asana, Accenture, Amazon, Netflix, just to name a few. And it's a streamlined approach to help you focus on what truly matters, and how to accomplish your goals with ease. Because look, confident people have plans and plans that are doable. And the OKR method is going to get you there. So what does the OKR method look like? Well, it's broken down to three main areas. The objective, the objective, the key results and initiatives. And so let's define what that is. The objective answers a question, what do I want to achieve or obtain? The key results showcase that, quote, I am headed in the right direction. Here's the proof. And lastly, the initiatives lay out what you need to do to get things moving, get the ball moving. And so let's think about that for our personal life. Like, let's get an example that makes sense for what we're going through right now. For example, your objective could be, I want to sleep seven to eight hours each night. And then your key result is, I want to wake up feeling refreshed. That's how I know, like, okay, I had a good, nice sleep. And so what? what's my initiatives? What I need to do to get that feeling refreshed is, well, maybe I need to stop working at least three hours before bedtime. Disconnect from smartphones and communication devices. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and turn off your Twitter notifications. Oh, by the way, I am on Twitter. Check out Denise G. Lee. I always start off my day giving a very impactful thought of the day to help carry you through. So if you haven't done so, go ahead, check me out on Twitter. Okay. But not before you go to sleep. Okay. Just want to just make sure that you also have a good sleep hygiene routine. Anyway, part of your initiatives could be practicing mindfulness routines like breath work, journaling, meditation, this, these are the kind of things that can help you build your confidence because we need as many wins under your belt as to help you be able to obtain bigger wins. Because as human beings, we want to do things. We want to go places. And if we're not doing anything, we're going to end up doing nothing. So let's create OKRs that make sense for our lives, okay? Now, tip four about building confidence is practice self-compassion. Look, we're living in a rapidly changing world. And there's several challenges that come 
along our way with our personal life, with our business, with our kids, with our family, with friends, all, all these things are just coming up. And if we're not careful, we could be overly self-critical and even critical of others. And therefore, we have to ad- adapt to the reality that we're just as flawed as other people. And we have to have self-compassion and kindness as virtue, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And the way to do that is to have daily self-talk that reflects how we are just as worthy as other people to be here. And we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves because look, here's the thing. There's no such thing as failures. There's only lessons learned. And it's only a failure if you choose not to do anything with about it. So I can deal with guilt, meaning that you fail to mess up, you fail to do something and you kind of mess up. But I can't deal with shame because shame is never redeeming. It's never, it's merciless. It doesn't want us to do anything other than feeling a sense of self-loathing. And so what we're going to do with self-compassion is we're going to say to ourselves like, okay, I may not have done the way I wanted to do at the time, but this is what I can do better. And this is why I feel insecure. So when I feel upset or scared or afraid, I know I can pivot and do this instead. I really want you to understand that everybody is going through stuff. Everybody's making mistakes. And if you're going to be around people that want to use you as a personal punching bag, then it's time to ask yourself, what in the world do do you feel lacking within yourself to feel that you need someone that will want to make you feel bad? Because self-compassion also makes sure that it clears out the space from people that are harmful, okay? I just want you to understand that you have the ability to recognize and understand that you have the power to keep the good people in and kick the bad people out. I mean, I wouldn't say people are bad. I would just say some people are on different life journeys, but they may not be right for you right now. Okay. And lastly, my last uh, tip is to seek support. In addition to practicing self-compassion, having a support network of people around you can make a huge difference in your life. Friends, family members, and if necessary, you know, experienced life coach like myself (laughs) can provide you guidance, encouragement, hope, and inspiration. Remember, there's no shame in reaching out for help when we need it. We all need support from time to time and such support is invaluable. Okay. So I know I said a lot. So let's kind of just wrap up this idea about building confidence and the tips that I shared with you. Building confidence and self-esteem takes time and effort. It's not a one and done thing. Consistent practice of healthy habits such as self-care, positive self-talk, seeking support from others is necessary. And I want you to understand that as you work through it, things get easier. And of course, taking care of your mindset is going to be a work to the day you die because we are wired to think negatively. But if you're investing in yourselves, you're obviously you're listening to this podcast, you're investing in things that will help you. It will take you to the next level. Think about this. The most successful people have really finally attuned themselves to their inner world, their environment, so they can be able to respond appropriately and not just avoid, evade, deny problems. So I want you to understand that confidence is not in the absence of 
problems in this it is in spite of problems so i'm hoping that as you're listening and you're reflecting like okay what can i do now based on the list that i provided you like what what really needs to shift in your mindset do you need to be focusing more on your self care do you need to be thinking about challenging negative self talk do you need to have more affirmations do you need to have a plan for your how you live your life or so have more self-compassion when things don't go away or maybe you need more support maybe you need to work with someone like me i don't know just throwing it out there regardless of what you do just make the decision that your life has meaning clearly you're listening to this podcast shows that you want more for your life yourself in your life so lean into that and be amazed at what happens well thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you enjoyed it please feel free to share this podcast message with other people that way they also can be blessed all right with that being said take care and be awesome Hey, 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 and we're back. So excited that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I know that there's a whole bunch of other podcasts out there that dive into personal development and communications and all that other stuff. But I'm so excited that you're here because I like to give my own unique spin and I'm so happy to be able to share my own take on certain things. If this is your very first time listening, the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or entrepreneurs, but just for anyone who wants to improve how they live their lives. How many people are living mediocre lives where they're just repeating the same things they've observed from their family and their friends and to no avail. We cannot live a life that's worth living. We can be able to leave a stamp, an impression on people. And if you're excited about that, you're excited about living your life to the full potential, I would encourage you to hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, I got a question to ask you. Have you been sharing this podcast? Because look, I need your help. This is a community. It's just not me just talking to a void. I really need to make sure that We can amplify this message because here's the thing. We can be able to communicate with love rather than seducing with guilt or shame or intimidating people with threats. We can do better than what other people do. We can show and model that we can be able to have care and love for ourselves and be empathetic towards others. So sharing this podcast is a great way of doing it. Also writing a review wherever you're listening signals to me that you are enjoying what you've been listening to and it signals to other people, hey, this is a podcast that's worth listening to. So I really appreciate that. And talking about signaling to me that you've been enjoying this podcast, I would like to invite you to send me a voicemail message. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you include in the beginning or the end of your message whether or not I have permission to air your pod, your message in an upcoming podcast. And because I really value your, your information and your feedback. And I, I do have people emailing me, but I would love to hear your voice and talking about getting in contact with me. Check out denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read articles. I've been re- rebooting my blog. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things about self-help and communication and intimacy issues and all the things that entrepreneurs face and as well as we as humans face because we're we're all we all have the same narrative with just different experiences 
we can be able to share and connect. I would just de- I definitely encourage you to check out my articles because I've been really working to put out some information that I know that's going to be of use to you. And also while you're there, you could be able to sign up to my weekly mailing list. And before you ask, no, it's nothing that I put on my website, nothing that I even say about here. It's just basically a day in my life where I share some things that I observed, things that I've been thinking about, and as well as some helpful resources that can help you not just improve how you work with your teammates and associates and but your your whole life because I want to make sure that I'm a blessing to you in all areas of your life not just in growing your successful business so check that out and I think that's it obviously my website has tons of resources sign up to my live script signing up to energy my free marco polo sharecast you can find that more information on denise g lee so i'm going to leave links for all of that in the show notes below but today i have five tips to help us get more confidence because i definitely think that confidence is essential not just for us to procure more clients grow our business expand our brand awareness but just so that we can live satisfactory because look here's the thing we are walking billboards to advertise if we are interested enough to get the attention of somebody else. And if our head is down and we look like there's a big rain cloud over our heads, like that's not attractive. That's not something that would pique the interest of someone that could literally be a game changer to how you run your business or how you live your personal life. So we need to talk about how to build that confidence. But first of all, we got to really dig deep and understand like, what does that really look like? And how do we, more importantly, how do we get there? So I've got five tips that I I think it's going to really help you really amp up your confidence game. Okay. And so this is a great time if you don't have anything to write with, to grab something to write with. And if you can't write down anything at this point, at least mentally reflect as to what I have to say, because I definitely believe there's going to be something here that you're going to be thinking to yourself, geez, I got to follow up on that. I really need to dig deep on that. There's something that's worth examining. Okay. So the might and one more thing, the tips, they're not in ranking order, meaning like one tip is supersedes the other. It's really what matters most to you in your life and what's going on, because I don't know your life unless you're my client. And if you're interested in working with me, check out TanishiLee.com because I there's only so much I can do talking to many people on many different issues, okay? But this is definitely something that you need to be thinking about for yourself as to which area makes most sense that you need a little bit more help, okay? So tip number one that I have to share is enhance your self-care routine. Look, self-care is a vital component of a healthy and fulfilling life. As I mentioned earlier, we want to attract people and we attract people by the way we take care of ourselves. The way we take care of ourselves is more or less a impression that we give to other people about how we value our bodies, We are spiritual beings trapped in a physical body and the way we take care of our bodies reflect about how we care about, to some extent, the world around us. Because think about it, if you don't take care of your body, how in the world can you want to take build a multi-million dollar business or be able to have a attractive looking lawn if you want a house? Like how, How do you do that if you let your body just go to hell? So self-care is so important. 
And there's so much research that has shown that taking taking the time to care for yourself can have a long range of benefits, including boosting your self-esteem, confidence, and overall happiness. There are about eight key areas where you can look at how you can improve your self-care. And we're going to talk a little about each one of them right now. Emotional, right? Emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. So let's kind of dig into what that means in with respect to self-care. So emotional self-care is the ability to understand and respond appropriately to one's inner environment. I don't know about you, but I remember it was really bad before I did my own recovery and restoration program where I would just wake up and I just felt extremely anxious and it felt overwhelming and I didn't really know exactly where it was coming from. And because I didn't wasn't able to identify it, I would try to avoid it, evade it, deny it, smother it up. And just like trying to press a coil down, you, you know, those little coils that various objects and whatnot. Just imagine a coil and try to press it down. And the more you try to press it down with substances or like liquor or sugar, yes, sugar is a mind altering substance or busyness or whatever, all you're doing is just creating more potential energy. And then after a while, you have to release your hand because of all the stress that you're putting on because you can't hold in that position. And then boom, all that stress and all the anxiety just comes out of seemingly nowhere, but it was always there. And so emotional self-care is being able to recognize and deal with it and not letting it get in overwhelm. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is a, a part of a self-care is environmental self-care. This is where we're able to understand and respond appropriately to one's external environment. So what does that look like? For example, I remember I was talking with a client. He lives in uh, Philadelphia in a really rough part of Philadelphia. And he was telling me that he felt really stressed because there was a lot of violence, a lot of, you know, criminal activity. And I said, hey, look, you're stressed because you're an environment, even though you're not per se engaging in dangerous criminal activities, you're amongst that. And that's definitely can be obviously stressful to your, your mindset, but also potentially to your physical health. I would encourage you to go move out of that particular area and I know he was very hesitant at first because he has a lot of family ties to that particular community, but eventually he did. And old, he's feeling a lot better of his life. And so let me ask you a question. Is there some part of your physical environment that's just not, doesn't feel safe? What can you do to get safe? And if you can't move, what can you do to take care of yourself physically? Does that mean that you maybe need to do learn about some karate or jo- judo or maybe uh, learn how to use a firearm? I don't want to limit this to one particular form of self-defense because, look, we need to take care of ourselves in a way that feels comfortable for us, okay, in a way that will help us to be able to stay safe from physical threats. And I, I don't want to be paranoid and say, well, and say like, well, there's threats everywhere. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, if we are knowing that we in an area where there's a high potential of violence, we have to take care of ourselves physically from and any type of environmental stress. The other thing that I want to talk about within self-care is the idea of financial stress. And this is where we're managing our personal as well as business funds. We're not going to just spend on a whim. We are stewards of all the resources that God gives us. And so how you spend your money is a reflection about how you treasure the assets that are given to you. And so 
what I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you about being a, doing budgeting and all the other stuff because there's tons of podcasts that talk about you know how to manage your money and resources. I am not getting into any of that stuff. But what I will say is that I, if you are feeling stressed from having too much month at the end of the money and not being able to pay your bills like this is a hard time to ask yourself like where am I putting my priorities where am I investing in things that aren't really helpful just some just want to throw that out there and then the next thing is intellectual this is the ability to cognitively cognitively your mind uh, to interpret and respond to new and challenging information I I love reading a lot of material in Spanish. And I don't necessarily know everything that I read because it's a collegiate level. Some of it's some poetry and some of it's stuff that I've never been exposed to colloquially just interacting with people on the street. But I do it because it really helps train my mind to learn new vocabulary, understand a context about the culture that I didn't, I wouldn't otherwise know. And so what I would ask you is, are you challenging yourself? Are you looking at things that really help you see things from a different angle? That's intellectual self-care. Okay. Occupational is the ability to perform work with tasks with little to no assistance. I don't really want to dive too much about it. It should be self-explanatory, but basically she should be able to do the work that you were, you're being paid to do. Okay. Physical, Ability to perform daily activities of life, such as grooming, eating, ability to perform basic work tasks. Again, I don't want to dive too much into it. It should be self-explanatory. Um, the last two is social. Look, here's the thing. We are human beings, but we have we have a spirit inside of us, and we need to communicate and fellowship with other people. And part of our self-care is having that social connection with someone. I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal this morning. They were talking about toddlers having speech delay issues. And part of it was because they were isolating during the pandemic. And I'm going to give a date stamp. This is, as I'm recording, this is May 19th of 2023. And so we're now finding out three years later, all the babies that were born literally in the height of the pandemic are are having huge speech delay issues because in fact, they didn't have the time to talk with their peers and have the time to socialize. And so a lot of, for us as adults, you know, for a lot of us, we have suffered with loneliness issues because we weren't being able to socialize in person. And no, I'm not talking about a Zoom conference call. That's not a substitution. Literally going in person and dealing with people, it definitely has a different impact on our mind and our psyche when we're actually interacting with human beings. And we could, because here's the thing, the vast majority of, I would say 65% of our communication is nonverbal gestures, tones of voice, facial expressions, postures, like that is how we really communicate. And it's not simply through just words alone on a, on a screen. Okay. And lastly, spiritual part of our self self care is our spiritual connection. It could be a connection with God, mother earth, higher power, whatever you, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Having a connection with something that's bigger than you can always help us put in perspective what we're going through and help improve our self care. And so by prioritizing your needs and dedicating time in all those eight areas that I talked about to nurture your body, mind, and soul, it will equip you to face the challenges that come with life. And so what I, what I want to em- emphasize as part of self-care is what can we do to talk, take care of our self-care? Well, we can improve our sleep hygiene. We can eat healthy and high quality food. We can engage in regular exercise, yoga, Pilates, running, jogging, badminton, 
baseball. I don't care. Whatever you like to do. Participating in hobbies or activities. Volunteering for a cause that is important to you. Attending a religious events regularly if that's something that is interest of you. And spending time in nature. Just find something that works well for you. Okay. Now, obviously... I go into a lot more detail um, with my private clients about what that looks like developing a self-care routine. So if you're interested in working with me, I would encourage you to go on my website, denisegelee.com to dive more into that. But anyway, let's move on to step two for improving our confidence is to challenge negative self-talk. You know, for a lot of for us as human beings, do you know that it takes a tenth of a second to think negatively, but 10 seconds to think positively? And that's the way that we think as human beings because we're always constantly on a defense because we are animals too. And so we want to protect ourselves from threats seen or perceived. And so we have to work to challenge negative thoughts that come through our mind and replace them with positive affirmations. And I want to share with you some affirmations that I have used and you might want to incorporate for yourself affirmations or just mantras or ideas that can help you shift from that negative thinking into a positive mindset. So here's some, I'm worthy. I am lovable. Good things happen to me. Nothing is beyond my power. I can do this. There is a solution. I will grow from this. And as you're thinking about your affirmations, I it comes from a, a a position of strength and power, not from fear or insecurity. And look, here's the deal. You heard the phrase, fake it till you make it. Baby, fake it till you make it. Even if you're not feeling good about where you're at or what's going on, just the simple exercise of just thinking positively will manifest. Because look, here's the thing. 90% of our thoughts are unconscious. And just like Carl Jung said, if you don't make your unconscious conscious, you will still repeat the exact same things and call it fate. So we're not going to resort to quote unquote fate. We're going to understand that we have a hand into how we shape our reality. Now let's move into step three about building unwavering confidence. And it's called creating a life plan rather goal setting goals. Look, goal setting for some of us is really hard to meet due to constantly changing circumstances and priorities. And so I'm all about this idea of creating a life plan using objective and key results or OKR. The OKR method, you haven't heard of it, has been proven effective by multinational corporations like Google, Asana, Accenture, Amazon, Netflix, just to name a few. And it's a streamlined approach to help you focus on what truly matters, and how to accomplish your goals with ease. Because look, confident people have plans and plans that are doable. And the OKR method is going to get you there. So what does the OKR method look like? Well, it's broken down to three main areas. The objective, the objective, the key results and initiatives. And so let's define what that is. The objective answers a question, what do I want to achieve or obtain? The key results showcase that, quote, I am headed in the right direction. Here's the proof. And lastly, the initiatives lay out what you need to do to get things moving, get the ball moving. And so let's think about that for our personal life. Like, let's get an example that makes sense for what we're going through right now. For example, your objective could be, I want to sleep seven to eight hours each night. And then your key result is, I want to wake up feeling 
refreshed. That's how I know, like, okay, I had a good nice sleep. And so what what's my initiatives? What I need to do to get that feeling refreshed is, well, maybe I need to stop working at least three hours before bedtime. Disconnect from smartphones and communication devices. Oh my goodness. Yes. And turn off your Twitter notifications. Oh, by the way, I am on Twitter. Check out Denise G. Lee. I always start off my day giving a very impactful thought of the day to help carry you through. So if you haven't done so, go ahead, check me out on Twitter. Okay. But not before you go to sleep. Okay. Just want to just make sure that you also have a good sleep hygiene routine. Anyway, part of your initiatives could be practicing mindfulness routines like breath work, journaling, meditation, this, these are the kind of things that can help you build your confidence because we need as many wins under your belt as to help you be able to obtain bigger wins. Because as human beings, we want to do things. We want to go places. And if we're not doing anything, we're going to end up doing nothing. So let's create OKRs that make sense for our lives, okay? Now, tip four about building confidence is practice self-compassion. Look, we're living in a rapidly changing world. And there's several challenges that come along our way with our personal life, with our business, with our kids, with our family, with friends, all, all these things are just coming up. And if we're not careful, we could be overly self-critical and even critical of others. And therefore we have to ad- adapt to the reality that we're just as flawed as other people. And we have to have self-compassion and kindness as virtue, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And the way to do that is to have daily self-talk that reflects how we are just as worthy as other people to be here. And we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves because look, here's the thing. There's no such thing as failures. There's only lessons learned. And it's only a failure if you choose not to do anything about it. So I can deal with guilt, meaning that You fail to mess up, you fail to do something and you kind of mess up, but I can't deal with shame because shame is never redeeming. It's never, it's merciless. It doesn't want us to do anything other than feeling a sense of self-loathing. And so we're going to do self-compassion. We're going to say to ourselves like, okay, I may not have done the way I wanted to do at the time, but this is what I can do better. And this is why I feel insecure. So when I feel upset or scared or afraid, I know I can pivot and do this instead. I really want you to understand that everybody is going through stuff. Everybody's making mistakes. And if you're going to be around people that want to use you as a personal punching bag, then it's time to ask yourself, what in the world do do you feel lacking within yourself to feel that you need someone that will want to make you feel bad because self-compassion also makes sure that it clears out the space from people that are harmful. Okay. I just want you to understand that you have the ability to recognize and understand that you have the power to keep the good people in and kick the bad people out. I mean, I wouldn't say people are bad. I would just say some people are on different life journeys, but they may not be right for you right now. Okay. And lastly, my last uh, tip is to seek support. In addition to practicing self-compassion, having a support network of people around you can make a huge difference in your life. Friends, family members, and if necessary, you know, experienced life coaches like myself can provide you guidance, encouragement, hope, and inspiration. Remember, there's no 
shame and reaching out for help when we need it. We all need support from time to time and such support is invaluable. Okay. So I know I said a lot. So let's kind of just wrap up this idea about building confidence and the tips that I shared with you. Building confidence and self-esteem takes time and effort. It's not a one and done thing. Consistent practice of healthy habits such as self-care, positive self-talk, seeking support from others is necessary. And I want you to understand that as you work through it, things get easier. And of course, taking care of your mindset is going to be a work to the day you die because we are wired to think negatively. But if you're investing in yourselves, you're obviously you're listening to this podcast, you're investing in things that will help you. It will take you to the next level. Think about this. The most successful people have really finally attuned themselves to their inner world, their environment, so they can be able to respond appropriately and not just avoid, evade, deny problems. So I want you to understand that confidence is not in the absence of problems in this it is in spite of problems so i'm hoping that as you're listening and you're reflecting like okay what can i do now based on the list that i provided you like what what really needs to shift in your mindset do you need to be focusing more on your self care do you need to be thinking about challenging negative self talk do you need to have more affirmations do you need to have a plan for your how you live your life or so have more self-compassion when things don't go away or maybe you need more support maybe you need to work with someone like me i don't know just throwing it out there regardless of what you do just make the decision that your life has meaning clearly you're listening to this podcast shows that you want more for your life yourself in your life so lean into that and be amazed at what happens well thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you enjoyed it please feel free to share this podcast message with other people that way they also can be blessed all right with that being said take care and be awesome <laughs>